welcome back to the Spoiled Layered a Little. I'm really excited about this episode. Yeah, today we've got figs and dates and grapes and cakes. And cakes. We've wanted to do this episode since we started our podcast, I think, since before we started our podcast. And it's really been picking up lately in the world. Yes, there was a, there was a Twilight Renaissance during the panorama, and now uh-huh. there's a Girls Next Door Renaissance. But yeah. it's, I feel like it's kind of still pretty niche. Hit clips. Since, <laughs> since those have been getting expensive. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Nick was like, "You should hawk yours." It's like, no, then you'll never have them again. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. And they're your childhood hit clips. What else am I going to put in my treasure chest? Right, your time capsule. You could totally make a '90s whole room, probably. But anyway, what was I saying where were about you? where? Where am I? Fire's place. <laughs> Where are the fairies? Girls Next Door having a renaissance. Oh, it's having a renaissance. But I think it's because Holly's like on YouTube now. Yeah. She's stuff. been getting more views. We've been there since she had 19 views. Uh-huh. <laughs> Her cameo used to be cheap. Not anymore. Used to be cheap. Yep. Couldn't afford it for Christmas. Can't afford it now at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about Girls Next Door and kind of like the pop culture iconery. We're going to go all the way back to its birth, really. All the way back to its birth, yes. We're not going to go too in-depth because Google's a thing. Yeah. And also... <laughs> we're like, going to tell you just enough. We can't go through six, five to six seasons. <laughs> yeah, five to six seasons. But they're mostly on YouTube. Not every episode, but they're mostly on YouTube. You but can buy them. Buy them on Amazon. I would definitely recommend buying them. But I would also recommend buying the DVDs because the commentary tracks are bonus episodes. All we've watched themselves. those as much as we've watched 100%. the regular. 100%. And we've watched the regular so quite much. Very much. Literally, Girls Next Door is like the first thing we bought on Amazon. Like when we first started using Amazon. It was one of the earliest purchases. Like. Right. We love it and have loved it since it was on the air. Do you remember your first digital purchase? My first iTunes purchase was the farewell se- episodes of. Mine was Girls bringing Next on Door. the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the lowest quality I've ever seen in a movie. God. Well, you've seen me watching Girls Next Door on yeah. my widescreen TV. It's very much. It looks like you're watching it on a phone. Like somebody filmed it portrait mode. <laughs> but I do still recommend the DVDs. <laughs> Love them. But the um, farewell episodes are not on the DVDs. Like, they're nowhere. You have to buy them. Definitely because Hef didn't want them on there. Yeah, but for continuity, they should be on there. Like, we know that there are new girlfriends. Like, they left. I love the DVDs, but it makes me a little sad because they're incredibly uncensored. And yes. we have read that that was not disclosed. Told. Disclosed. <laughs> disclosed. Allegedly. Well, they, yeah, they didn't even worry about the nudity because they were like, they're not going to be able to show this anyway, so who cares? Right. But then someone, they said halfway through filming, someone was like, oh, we can, on the DVD release, get as much nudity as you can. But they didn't right. fucking tell them that. Which is maybe just think, thought they so didn't much different than just care. posing for Playboy. Yeah. Perfectly made Because up there's an episode, like, the chocolate making episode, and it just takes you on a journey. A journey of Kendra's asshole. Every, all parts. Graphic. <laughs> and I wouldn't want that out there. That was like a moment. Yeah. They were giving those moment. chocolate parts to their man. Didn't Holly do her meech? She did. <laughs> <laughs> and Bridget did her top meeches. <laughs> Her tatters. Her tatters. I forgot. <laughs> we love if that if Heather like taught me anything from Rock of Love. <laughs> so her tatters. It's that, that we're all a little bit gay. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's true. <laughs> okay, tatters and then everyone's gay. <laughs> I was going to say tatters was a good mouse name, but... <laughs> It is. That could be the name of your mouse up there that I almost double purchased for you. That's mouse with corn. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he already has a name. <laughs> um, so. 
our sources, I'm just going to say real quick, our sources are plenty for this episode. And all over the place. And all over the place. I have a lot of recommendations as well, but obviously the girls next door. But we, like, mega fact-checked, so we're trying to make it as accurate as we possibly can. Yeah, and <laughs> we went all the way back to the birth. All the way back to the birth. <laughs> and we were trying to, like, corroborate people's stories and stuff, triangulate, exactly. graphs, proteins There were and molecules and proteins. <laughs> Books were flying. You should see the girls next door portion of the bookshelf. It is fucked <laughs> due to usage. I should post it on Instagram. <laughs> um, but, okay, Girls Next Door, the TV show, Holly's book, Down the Rabbit Hole, Isabella St. James's book, Bunny Tales, which I do recommend, Kendra Wilkinson's Sliding Into Home, Jennifer Sanginor's book, Playground, the MTV Cribs Playboy Mansion episode, which you With can- commentary. <laughs> You can only find it on YouTube. You cannot buy it anywhere, which is infuriating. No DVD, no nothing. But there, you can find it on YouTube with some guy's commentary. But luckily... He stays quiet a lot. He really luckily, gets into it. Like halfway through the episode, he's like catatonic and he doesn't say or move. And we're like, did he freeze? Uh, yeah. He didn't. He's just watching it like that. It was so funny. Like ye uh, old reaction. He added YouTube. something to it, honestly. <laughs> Maybe. It's funny. It was really funny. He made it so much better. Uh, also, America's <laughs> Book of Secrets season one episode five that was when we watched the other day american playboy the hugh hefner story which is on amazon prime what's and the one that you ordered oh god yeah i ordered this dvd called um something something about was playboy Nation. i don't know what the fuck it's called but it won't be here until after we record this unfortunately i don't know where it is i haven't been tracking it but it wasn't on prime it was like a random find and it was hard to track down but it's right before holly moves in so i thought that was kind of interesting so it's the other girlfriends yeah like even vicky's the sloppy seven <laughs> Um, and then my final source was oh no they didn't dot live journal dot com uncovering the identities of the playmates in Holly Madison's book so they could figure out who everybody was and that's kind of interesting because then you can look at pictures and I don't think that like should we say that what we'll say allegedly allegedly yeah they're them. allegedly those are allegedly them we didn't do it we didn't do oh it. no they didn't dot live journal dot com did it and we're just <laughs> allegedly saying it back to you yeah <laughs> sorry for repeating it now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, I think that uh, Holly and Isabella St. James's books kind of match up the most. And Kendra's book. um, I couldn't put down because I never picked it up. (laughs) (laughs) I lightly read it. You bought it it for me. Didn't read it. <laughs> I really wish Bridget would write a book. I'm dying for I know. Bridget to write a book. We really thought she would After he once half was gone, yes. but it's still not around. I wish that they had done it. But also Holly's like Q&As and stuff. She does a few Q&As on her YouTube about she does her experiences there, which are my favorite ones to watch. So you can't really talk about the girls next door without going all the way oh, back to his birth. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean. Going all the way back to... In the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> to in the 1940s. In the 1940s, when Hep was a teenager, he started working at a movie theater where he discovered his love of films, which is like throughout his life, he's obsessed with old movies. Old. Black and white. Old Kendra movies. saw her first black and white movie with Hep. I remember she went to a silent film. She didn't hate it. She didn't hate it. They're good. They're sometimes good. It's so... I could go on and on about silent films. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make the choice Don't to not do that. do that. I made the choice too. Um, around this time, he was rejected by a girl named Betty and decided to reinvent himself. And he modeled himself after the leading men that he watched in the movies. And he also read Esquire for tips. Oh. Yeah. So now he's like trying to become that? like Hef. And he starts going by Just Hef. because of Betty? Yes. I would have went by Hef from the beginning. He blames women for a lot of his um, hmm. things that happened to him in life. Glad um, I didn't know that fact. But it. I learned <laughs> that soon. 
1948, Alfred Kinsey published a study about how everyone was actually fucking back then, but like media and society did not portray any sexuality. Now back it does. Then. Now it sure as shit does. Everything is a sex scene. So this idea was revolutionary to Hef, and that year he was writing articles for a magazine called Shaft, which was challenging the traditional ideas about sex, and he was also doing cartoons, and he was he doing a... drawing. I know, and I didn't really know that about him. Um, he was also doing features on female students called Coed of the Month, which... Was in his college or something? Yeah, like a student magazine called Shaft. <laughs> Coed of the Month. Yeah, huh. and he also had intercourse for the sa- for the first time around this... Time okay. with his longtime girlfriend Millie, and then he ended up proposing to her, and then Millie admitted to having an affair, and he has used that and also the coldness of his mother to excuse his flandering ways ever since. Even though he also was unfaithful during their marriage, they got married in 1949, and in 1951, Hef got a job at Esquire, but that turned out to be a bummer because it wasn't like the Esquire of yesteryear, and he ended up quitting after he didn't get the raise that he wanted. And in 1952, his first child, Christy, is born. She becomes the CEO of Playboy actually. Yes. And he's like, oh shit, better get a job, you know. And he decided he wanted to start a magazine that harkened back to what Esquire, Esquire once was, but with nudes, because there were like photography magazines that had nudes, but it wasn't like a gentleman's magazine. And he borrowed $8,000 from friends and family, which is now $80,000. I used a calculation or an inflation calculator a lot for this. Yeah, I did too. Boomers know nothing. They know nothing of prices. And I know that a lot of people, not us, but maybe even not a lot just some people questioned (laughs) like holly's book and the things that she was saying look at how the magazine began (laughs) yeah and then maybe read it again yeah Yeah. maybe you'll have a different light yeah (laughs) maybe you'll have the light that should have been on the whole time But he signed on this guy named Art Paul as an art director slash the magazine designer. And the original name of the magazine was Stag Party. But a week before the magazine was set to come out, they got a letter from a magazine called Stag and had to quickly change the name and mascot. And they stole the name Playboy from Playboy Automobiles and changed the mascot to a bunny. That might be too much information. Why would they keep (laughs) taking names is what I don't understand. Just pick a different name. But it's the 50s. Like, it's the 50s. There's names still. But the only way to get nudes in the 50s, um, if you weren't taking them yourself, was to buy the photo rights from a calendar company. And they gathered, like, hundreds of photos. And they were like, we can't find the girl. Like, it's the first issue. It has to be, like, somebody good. And in autumn of 1953, he saw an article in a newspaper that a calendar company had um, Marilyn Monroe's nude photos. Was she going by Marilyn? Yeah, I guess she would have been. Marilyn Monroe's nude photos. And he was able to buy them for $500, which was $5,000 today, but still $500 back then. And she was only paid $50 by the photographer. Did you know more about this? I just know that. Oh. <laughs> she asked if the um, photos could be, like he had been begging her to take photos and she was like, no, but then she needed money. And she was like, well, take the pictures, but like obscure my, um, me. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't want to be identity. recognizable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, just in case it ever came out. And that was back when she was Norma Jean and everything. The photos are beautiful, but it's unfortunate that. I don't think I'd ever seen them. I finally looked them up the other day. Yeah, I looked them up too. But nobody ever got a hold of her about it, that it was going to be in the magazine. She had to pay for the magazine herself. She wasn't sent a copy. She certainly wasn't paid for it. Like, very shitty. And she didn't even sign the contract as her own name. Yeah, should have been able to do something. She put a fake name on the contract. I would have been like, that's not me. 
Yeah. But to make the girls more of a feature in the magazine after that, because like, how do you top Marilyn Monroe? They were trying to make it more like personal. Right. They borrowed the old co-ed of the month formula from Shaft magazine and were doing Playmate of the Month by the second issue, which is pretty interesting that they... Damn, the second issue? Yeah. Which I think might have been a Christmas issue also. I'm not sure. Ooh, I did learn something. Yes. And I read, I saw a picture that the Instagram of Playboy had posted at one point. I don't know how long ago it was. And it said like, Hugh Hefner loses $25,000 for a Maryland picture. And I was like, I what? I got to know more about that. So I started looking it up. And he paid in 1960... $25,000 for one picture of Marilyn because in 1962 for like some anniversary for the December issue he was going to be like Marilyn again oh and God. have one sweet ass picture of her and that would have been like how much money today? $200,000? I don't know. How much was it? Maybe $200,000. I forgot oh, to look damn. that hard up. And after they paid all that money she ended up killing herself in August. Do you think she killed herself? Or you know Overdosing. we'll say that. I wonder. I mean I don't, I don't know. That's what I took it as. Mystery. But she also could have been murdered. Could have been murdered. Or it could have been an accident. It could have been an accident. I don't know. I mean... Why'd she have to go? Why'd she have to go? Why can't she still be alive at age 98? <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then they, he ended up losing out on all that money because... Good. Final they curse. didn't want to post the p- pictures, obviously. I don't know why. They had no shame before. Right. Oh, I didn't know that they actually took the photos. Damn. Yeah, she actually did it. She was jealous. Wow. I wasn't going to say this part. Um, she was jealous of Elizabeth Taylor because she was making so much more money than her. Oh. And she was like, I'll do it. Give me money. i got to do it. Old Hollywood deep dive. We're going to have to go through that one day. I deep dove on that. Um, but in 19... Ca- carrying on with the legacy of Playboy, or the founding. In 1959, Heff and Millie divorced. Um, he was too busy in the office all the time. He was never home. And also dallying with many women. Um, yeah, when did that start? I mean, it's fine, but like arrange it with your partner first. If you're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Swanging. Swanging. Yeah. Or sister wives. I hear that now. On the first mansion that he purchased. The Chicago said, mansion? Yeah. It said on in Latin on a plaque on the front, if you don't swing, don't ring. Huh. And why did they leave the Chicago mansion? I don't know. It was amazing. Speaking of. No, why did they leave? Isn't there like a tidbit? Ooh, I'll get to that. <laughs> I do know why they left. Never mind. But it had 70 rooms. Thirty thousand square foot, four stories. It's like you're describing my home. And the original grotto in the basement. He spent four hundred thousand dollars, around three point six million dollars today, and then ten times that in renovations. He says. Oh my god. He, he says. Um, some close friends, employees, and Chicago Playboy bunnies also lived there, like the club bunnies. They mm-hmm. had bunny dorms at the top on the top floor. Oh, I remember. I think I've heard that before. It's in the show. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. They go on a tour of um, his hometown, and I think season one. I don't one? think I watched that episode very much. I watched it recently, but I watched a lot of them recently. But the uh, Playboy Bunny Club bunnies, Playboy Playboy Club bunnies, also lived there. And if you want to know more about the Playboy clubs, check out Gloria Steinem's 1963 article, A Bunny's Tale, or the 1985 made-for-TV movie on YouTube, or Catherine Lee Scott's book, The Bunny Years. She was a club bunny, and her book has interviews from a lot of club bunnies. But in the 1960s, Playboy got a little radicalized, and they supported integration of the races, and um, they did that on the Playboy Penthouse TV show that was happening at the time, and they would like invite guests that were people of color. <sighs> a huge deal back then. They featured the longest interview with Martin Luther King, and they openly supported Rose 
versus Wade, which is cool. So like, he's not all bad. Could have continued with that, mm-hmm. but it's fine. <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty big deal. In 1974, though, Heff's assistant Bobby Arnstein, who lived at the uh, Chicago mansion with everybody, was convicted on drug charges and sentenced to 15 years in prison. She committed suicide in 1975, and the media frenzy forced Heff to move from Chicago to LA, where he would live until his death 43 years later. Oh, that's why they left. Guess why I they wasn't as scandalous as I thought. It's pretty scandalous. She died. She killed herself. And then the media were like, hey, y'all, she killed herself. I thought the scandal was going to be worse. It's That's terrible. pretty bad. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> thought it would be worse. They had bought the mansion beforehand, so they were like looking into moving, but they had to go because of the media. Oh, they had already bought it? I think they bought it in 71. Uh. And they bought it from a divorced couple who were like, because I don't think it was for sale, but they inquired about it. And there was a divorced couple that was like recently divorced and they were like yeah get the fuck out of here what do you got on the sloppy seven we have on them what is that what they're called what do you call them (laughs) i think holly called them the sloppy seven the thing that you called them okay um but barbie benton half's girlfriend at the time found in the 70s found the la mansion and purchased it for 1.1 million dollars which was around 7 million today and it was the most expensive home sale in la history at the time Mm. and probably not anymore because it sold for 100 million dollars yeah and i don't think that was even probably expensive for there no houses now (laughs) Tori Spellings was 89 and it was asking. Anyway. <laughs> All those gift wrapping rooms. Not Tori Spelling. What's her name? What was saying? Anyway. Doesn't matter. Candy. Doesn't matter. When are we doing a Tori Spelling pod? Uh, we should. We should. The average price for a home in LA at that time was $25,000. And that was, wow. one sixty-five today. Wow. Isn't that crazy? L.A. Um, but they spent years renovating it, and their neighbors included Sonny and Cher, Lucille Ball, Candy Spelling was right down the street, speaking of. Okay. And um, also, it's allegedly haunted by one of the original owners, Mrs. Letts. Yeah. People claim to have seen her ghost wander in the howls. But Heff and his girlfriends lived at the mansion. Heff also worked there. He employed around 10 other people just for his office, and then he had his house manager, Mary O'Connor, who was also the house manager at Chicago House. And no one really ever understood their relationship fully, which I thought was kind of interesting, like why they were like, they were just, just two cute olds. I liked it. Also, the video department and a scrapbooking team. He had butlers, maids, gardeners, zoo staff because he had a zoo uh, license. We noticed when we were watching Girls Next Door that all of his scrapbooks were like bungee corded in, and we thought that that was probably because of earthquakes. Earthquake, I just yeah. thought of that when you said scrapbooking. Oh, dearly. Um, the only privacy ever, anyone ever had was in their own bedrooms because there weren't like really common rooms that people hung out in like there were kind of living rooms and dining areas but nowhere was set up like a common room right and there's a slightly smaller house next door that has a layout that's an exact mirror image of the, the mapleton mansion. house is that what oh no 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 mapleton house is the where the bunnies are or like the the bunny house yeah the guest house. has many names <laughs> yeah. I forgot the one where Marston and Cooper live. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Their yeah. mom bought it in 1996 for his wife Kimberly and their two sons. And then there's the guest house, the bunny house, and the Mapleton house. And Barbie decorated that in the 70s. And Holly also attempted in the series to fix it up, but it really seemed to be under construction mostly. Wasn't there a guest room like on the mansion property that Barbie also decorated that Holly also redecorated? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And Barbie stays there with her daughter when she comes to visit. She brings her purses that she like bedazzles. <laughs> I think it may. Is it off the game room? I don't know. I don't know. I really We're going to have to 
pay attention to that next time. Yeah. But on to Holly. She grew up. I thought I did. Have, oh, I do have some stuff on that. Oh, the sloppies. <laughs> yeah. But Holly grew up in a tiny town in Alaska and moved to Oregon with her family. She auditioned for the Millennium Playmate search, but was not called back. And it was fake, right? It was definitely a publicity search. <laughs> not real. Soon after Off she of the got, Millennium for 99 into 2000? Yeah. Where they had the two twins. Wow, I had that beanie baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> the bear. We're millennials. You had the millennium baby. <laughs> Who knows where it millennium is now? Play. Just kidding. I know where it is. In your treasure tub. In my tub. Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> treasure tub. With my fucking hit clips. <laughs> <laughs> you should really make like a throwback <laughs> slumber party room. Um, anyway, soon after she got a boob job, um, and then she transferred from the school she was going to in Oregon to LMU near Santa Monica because she wanted to go to California to like make it. And she started Let's working. Do at Hooters and that led to Hawaiian Tropic modeling jobs where she eventually met Hef's personal doctor Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Mark Sanginor. Who recommended You can read all about Dr. Sanginor uh, in his daughter Jennifer's book Playground, A Childhood Lost at the Playboy Mansion. It's really good but really traumatic. He's the worst. Drugs are a hell of a drugs. <laughs> he, <laughs> drugs are a hell of a drug. He recommended that Holly goes to the mansion. Yep. He's the one that invited her to the Midsummer Night's Dream Party, which is the best party. Have is that Marker sent the party. it? Yeah. Is it a Mr. Sketch? Yeah. Is it peaches? Um, I don't know. It says it's there's like a peaches. watermelon on it, but it's peach in color. It's either peaches scented or white person's ball sack. <laughs> it smells pretty good, so I don't think it's white person's ball sack. <laughs> I'm <gonna> cut that out. <laughs> Um, Damn, that penis is big. I don't know why I'm just craving pink dick. <laughs> I'm not craving any dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm craving it like peanut brittle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate peanut brittle. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut off. It's splinters of splinters with a candy with nuts in it. Anyway. Holly's life. She got invited to Midnight Summer's Midsummer's Night's the Dream. The party. The party. Do you want to hear about the parties? The themed parties. They had give us all the themes, yeah. The New Year's party, which was classy and kind of boring. It was low-key. Because okay. people want to like kiss. All the celebs would come out for that one, definitely. The Easter party, which was family friendly. They had an egg Lame. hunt. Lame. Yes, it was a smaller party in fact. Um, Mardi Gras because Valentine's Day was a flop because who wants to go to Valentine's Day? And they have they always have more girls than guys. Yeah. People could be gay. A lot of them were. Actually, uh tidbit that I don't have anywhere uh, in hello, the story. What's wrong with having a seventeen way when well, you're at the Playboy gay. Mansion? A lot of the playmates that would join them in the bedroom act were gay. So they were like not interested in that, but they were like, yeah, well, we're all hot models. Let's go to the bedroom. Right. Um, anyway, Hef's birthday, which was a month-long celebration and then a huge party, and it had a good celebrity guest list, but it was intimate with a limit of 500 people. A limit of 500. 500 of your closest friends. <laughs> Fourth of July, he was the only private residence in L.A. with a fireworks license, and they would have, like, fair food. Fourth of July, they sucked until Holly got the sweet-ass... Slip and slide! Or How much slide. did that sell for? I don't know. I think a it lot. was, like, $7,000 or something. I it was double-digit thousands. We looked at Hugh Hefner's auction. Yes. And we could have afforded some things. <sighs> Penis frog. I really wanted that penis frog. <laughs> but I don't really care about 4th of July, but it would be nice for the festival foods to come to your house. I would drink endless lemon shake-ups. We can make that. I got a recipe. I want to. Take one Mothman cup-sized cup. When you're to this <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ask me real measurements. 
Yeah, city <laughs> tap water. <laughs> um, a Midsummer Night's Dream, which was the biggest party with the most celebrities. Mm-hmm. Not always the most high-quality celebrities, but the most celebrities. And the Painted Ladies, where Hef met Kendra. Yeah. Happened and the Painted party. Ladies get ready in... The gym! Yep. Good job. Um, Halloween was the most lavishly produced, and it was most of the girlfriend's favorite holiday at the mansion. They had the best celebrities and yeah, had a hide. haunted house. You can hide. You yes. can get a costume. And it would be the most fun. Like, if I could pick any, I would want to go to the Probably Halloween because we like Halloween the most. But I would definitely pick it. We Halloween. just don't like being trick-or-treater, passer, outer, candiers. No. We got, I want to like we it. We got bullied. It's no big deal. It's we fun. got bullied by children. Uh, oh, We're, my God. Even argue. We're mice. Duh. <laughs> That literally happened to us in real life. We got bullied. Got bullied for being mice. <laughs> you have poison ivy. You don't go outside. Look at you. I don't go outside. Uh, <laughs> okay, but yeah. Holly came to the Midsummer Night Dream. There's no Mid- Christmas party. There's not. They have Christmas. They're not allowed to go home for Christmas. <sighs> that would. They have to be at the mansion. You know what? On Christmas. Okay. Yeah. We're not even. Uh, listen. <laughs> Despite all the things that we've heard and that have been confirmed true, and the, we're not going to act like we wouldn't have done it. Uh, that yeah, I was gonna ask you at the end. Like, There's no way we would. Yeah, knowing all that you know, would you not do it? We can revisit. You know what? You're about to tell me a lot of shit. Uh-huh. I'm about to tell you some shit. We'll revisit. Ask this me question. again at the end. But I mean, my twenties versus their twenties. Tried would have picked tried that. Me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm still in my twenties. Please trade me. Please God. <laughs> I can trade places with Bridget. Oh, me too. <laughs> my birthday's tomorrow. I'm gonna be thirty again. I think. I think I'm gonna be 30 again. We haven't uh, decided yet. Yeah, I haven't decided. We'll see tomorrow. But she came to the Midsummer Night's Dream Party where she briefly met Hugh Hefner and she said there weren't like fireworks or anything. She was just like, hey guy. And he was like, I don't yeah. think I would have ever seen a firework. Not even a sparkler. Not even one. <laughs> Not even one of those zaps that you get when you plug in something. Yeah, or those little rock bags. Those little rock bags. Pop it or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I would see dollar signs. Ching, ching. <laughs> um, uh, but he was dating the Bentley twins at that time and she became regular at the fun in the sun pool party days on sundays uh, was that the one that you wanted to be invited to or the one where it's like uh, they're here uh i would say probably you'd want to be there you'd want to be a regular trisha we're cutting this out don't talk about trisha in the podcast what about trisha and then <laughs> trisha. we cut this part out <laughs> trisha went to fun in the sun for a few but not no parties okay just fun in the sun no parties yeah okay that's what it is all right I bet, uncut i bet you can like go to the fun in the sundays to be like vetted to be invited to other things yeah, but holly yeah. got invited to a party right away allegedly but hef's twins left and also there was another girl named brandy roderick and another girl whose name i forgot because nobody ever mentions her because it didn't rhyme because <laughs> uh, he was dating brandy mandy and sandy yeah and then their friend Okay, I'd want to be the friend. Me too. Because <laughs> they'd be like, hoops, the and then you still get all like, the money. Also, date our friend, and he was like, I mean, I want to date you, so, Kazel. Uh, so, Holly didn't date him when he was dating all them? No. Because um, right after that, he started dating a rotating cast of seven or so gals. Yeah, and it, it was just rotated like pretty kind often. of whoever. It was often enough that no one, it wasn't like they knew the girls as much as they did before, I feel like, for a while, just because of the rotation. Just because there were so many, and it was like new, because he was married to Kimberly, and he was married to some few a few other people, and then he started dating the Bentley twins and it's like it's twins so people are like well that's crazy and their names all rhyme and there's four of them and then it was seven and that's a lot to keep track of right but in the summer of 2001 Vicky aka allegedly Tiffany Holiday starts asking Holly to go out 
with the group to the club because there was like a vacant spot for a girlfriend. And her role was basically to recruit girls into the fold so she didn't have to fuck a hef. <laughs> Pretty much. Allegedly that happened. Allegedly that happened. <laughs> and in September of 2001, Holly moves in. And the girlfriends at the time were Tina Jordan, who was the main girlfriend. And I think she's in the magazine. Christy Shake, who was Holly's roommate April, allegedly in the book, allegedly. Um, Michelle Winchester, Dar... Darlene, Darlene, Curtis, Tiffany Holiday, Stephanie Heinrich, and then later Isabella St. James, who has the book Bunny Tales, mm-hmm. and Zoe Gregory Paul. One of them was British. Oh. But Holly never mentions that, probably because she didn't want to identify anybody, but Isabella St. James does. <laughs> she learns about the rules when she moves in. Nobody gives her a guidebook. Gotta learn about the rules. Yeah, you don't get a guidebook. She had to, like, beg Vicky to tell her the rules. And they have a 9 p.m. curfew. How do you feel about that? I would not care at all. I don't really go out. I don't go anywhere. No. I would be like, well, the food's here. That's that's it. That's all I would go out for. I don't know, though, being trapped. Have you been clicking a pin? I hope I haven't been clicking a pin throughout the whole I just heard it, and I was like, what is that? Let go of it. <laughs> There's a there's a difference between us not wanting to go anywhere though and us being trapped in a place. But at the same time, it's big. Like you could go out in the backyard, play with Goku the monkey. Yeah. Like, there's a pool. But you are a prisoner. Twenty four hour food. They all love the food. Every every girlfriend is like the best part was that you could hit zero and dial and get right. food whenever you wanted at any point. That would rule. I don't know though. I would definitely be a trunk escaper sometimes. Yeah, I would not want to be the main girlfriend so that I can no. get away with. Yeah, more. I'd want to get away with more stuff because if you're not in the bed, your side of the bed's a little chilly because you're not there. He's gonna notice. He's gonna notice. But if I'm in room seven and there's no room seven, you're in room six. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm in room six. <laughs> closet he's not gonna fucking know right and it's like okay we wanted to go out a lot when we were in our early 20s but then we really settled down quick we were like okay we lived that wildlife that might have made you settle down but we are in la where there are things to do so that would be different too but it would be hot so i don't know i'm trying to get out of the logic that i have now i'm just like you'd have everything there why leave yeah that's how i would be now definitely maybe leave because you're trapped (laughs) my curfew could be 6 p.m i'd be like i'm fine yeah bring me taco bell somebody They also could have no off-site apartments because former girlfriends... They learned a lot from former girlfriends. They also learned a lot from former girlfriends. Uh, But they weren't allowed to have off-site apartments because a lot of them did. And they would have, like, boyfriends that lived in the apartments that they'd go visit on Sundays. Yikes. No drugs unless Hef gave them them to you. Unless, yeah. They definitely didn't follow that rule. Yeah. They're smoking meth. In the vents. Into the vents. Into the vents. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. They have to participate in the themed nights. Like, they don't have to... There are some nights that they can, like, get away with, like, the movie nights. But, like, if there's, like, a... And you've got to stay, like, you're magnetic to Hef. Like, you have to be in his... Eyesight. Bubble. Yeah, like, you can't leave. Like, I'd want to mix and mingle. Yeah. You can't mix and mingle. When they're at the parties, they have to sit right next to him. They're yeah. They can like, and you can dance like beside him. Yeah. In front of the then table. Then you got to sit your ass back down. It'd be Same stuff like club. that that would. Yeah. At the club too. Uh, that would be like, I'd feel like my chance to be like, I gotta. They'd take really long trips here. to the bathroom. Yeah, definitely. And like at the parties, they'd be like, gotta go get some food. Whoa, the line was so long. The party's bumping. Like. Really? It was four hours. I mean, it's bumping. And they would sneak back down after he went to bed because he goes to bed kind of early. Right. They weren't allowed to have bottles of alcohol in their bedrooms and people got in trouble for that because some people would develop alcohol problems due to probably boredom. Hef might have had an alcohol problem. Maybe. He had a cool liquor cellar. And, uh... Yeah, who wouldn't develop The schedule, the hierarchy. She also had to learn about the payment. Because there's like a weird hierarchy of the girlfriends. Like, kind of like the closer your bedroom is to Hef, like that. I want to be nice and far. (laughs) I'll sleep in Mary's office. They said the episode, or episode. On that sick couch. Bedroom, (laughs) yeah. 
sick. I imagine every surface is sick. They said the mansion reeks. Like Watching the show, I can smell it. Musty. I can. I look at the carpet and I'm like, I smell that. Yeah. Yes. Needs scratch. It does not need scratch and sniff cards. But if it did, one would be dog piss. <laughs> Years old. They all describe it in every book in everything. They're like, it smelled like shit. <laughs> but they would. They would just. Buy, buy pets and let them relieve themselves wherever. Yes. I never relieve. understood that about celebrity reality shows in the early 2000s. It's like, can't you hire like a dog taker out? Every celebrity show, I don't understand. Disgusting. Hire a dog taker out. Buy a trained dog. Buy a trained dog. Like, there's a lot From of a options. shelter. Don't buy a dog. Yeah, adopt a trained dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Paired up. Their payment... They had, okay, the girls were given $1,000 weekly and they had to go to Hef's room and ask for it every Friday. And there was like a small. He probably window. loved that. Oh, yeah. He would use. And you were discouraged to fucking save it. Yeah, you had to spend it. They it was wouldn't want you to, to spend be... it on your tuition, any of that shit. You had to use it to look fucking hot, get your hair done. No, that was with the house tab. But you had to yeah. like. Buy your clothes. Buy sweet ass clothes. Yeah. Because he wanted you to look a certain way. And they'd way. lease you a new car. So you didn't look like shit driving around in your hoopty. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want any hoopties, but they also didn't want anybody driving off and use or paid for cars. Exactly. But he would count out the money in hundreds while telling them everything they needed to work on. Oh my god! Like you didn't watch enough movies with me, or like things like that. Like I'd be like, Stacy didn't stab you enough. You're still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allegedly, for major events, they would get an extra one to two thousand. Like for the Grammys, they'd get two thousand for like. I would smaller. need twenty thousand. I know. I was like, you know how much gals? Well, I guess famous people get everything for free. <laughs> Maybe not them though. The girlfriends weren't that famous then. That's very true. That's very true. I would try to make a relationship with a designer, even if it was like a smaller designer. Yeah, just get in just on be that. Like, I'll they don't have to be clothes. super huge. I just want their clothes to I'd rock. Share them on MySpace all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, room and board was included, obviously, as well as the food. And they, Hef had to really like you to give you a room. He had to pay for those rooms. They were so expensive. I wish I remember. How much was his rent every month? Do so we know that? much. Was so it a bunch? Much. Yeah. I can't remember how much it was, but he had to pay the house, if they were using the rooms. The house is owned by Playboy. Yeah. But he owns like 70% of it. I don't really know why he had to pay rent. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Weird. But he would also pay for dental. He would do like whitening and like, but like the big things you had to ask for like for your birthday. Like if you wanted veneers, that's a birthday gift. Really? Cars are also like a birthday gift. Did I know gift. that? I don't know. I learned it recently, I think. Like what if you wanted a new chest? Would he just be like, okay, it is Tuesday. All right, let's do that. He would approve it pretty quickly, but you could be like, for my birthday. Like it was, yeah. a lot of girls did that. Like for Christmas or their birthday, they'd ask for something big. And like you said, hair and makeup and they would get facials once a month. They used to get facials and stuff all the time. And then the Bentley twins would get like Botox and stuff on the Jose Bear tab, but be like, ring it up is like a different service. Oh my God. And then like spend a bunch of money there. And you meet one of the Bentley twins in, I think, I was going to say season five, but that's incorrect. I don't know. Um, it's the one where they're testing. It's the one where they're testing bunnies for the Las Vegas club that's opening. Oh, okay. And she shows up and she gets the flipping job. Wow. I'll have to watch that one. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember. Uh, but also for their birthday, they'd get like whatever big thing and $2,000 and a photo of them in half. <laughs> Every birthday, a photo of wow. them in half. $2,000. I'd be like, you take one of these every day. Literally, if they go yes. anywhere, you have to pose for a picture. Yeah, every club night. That's why That's why so many people would get cosmetic procedures, because every time they went anywhere, they'd take photos. So they were constantly seeing photos of themselves. And this was before selfies. So they'd be like, oh, my nose is needing a lift or whatever. And also, Hef would be like, hey, your nose is needing a lift. Yeah, he told Kendra her teeth were yellow and like that she was gaining weight and I'd stuff. say, you're old. You're like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> 
but he'd also spend 2000 okay for christmas you'd get another 2000 and then random shit that was usually like playboy merch and dumb yes um, and the gifts that he got were dumb yes i mean what could you possibly get him but but the random shit would be like playboy merch or like something that seemed like like someone in the office ordered it out of a catalog and we're just like here's this they did order it out of a catalog sometimes yeah. i remember valentine's day oh yeah they, they like picking it norma up. and half order out of a fucking catalog must get a company discount um but they would get also five thousand or five hundred dollars per other girl to spend on gifts so three thousand dollars when they were seven girlfriends and they would try to save it but allegedly holly tattled on them but isabella said this like who knows who told but they didn't want to spend all the three thousand dollars on gifts for the other girlfriends so they would like buy them cheaper things and save some of the money and holly was like they're not spending all the money on gifts so they started i could see that they started spending the full 500 on holly and bridget and then they'd agree on like spending a hundred dollars on each other like amongst themselves so that holly bridget wouldn't know allegedly god (laughs) he'd also spend thousands on pets which is why they all had so many pets Okay. That's why they all had dogs. And Pinky the monkey was $7,000. God, when he was worth it, however much she was. Yeah. When he was worth it. Yes. Adopt your animals. R.I.P. He had a zoo license. On that blue bird, the blue macaw that Holly gets him. Oh, yeah. The fish that she gets him as a gift. Yeah, I would just get him a cute animal that the I would play with. The white peacocks. She got him a lot of animal gifts. Yeah. That'd be a good gift. That'd be the only good gift. White peacocks? Animals for your zoo. Oh, for him. Yeah. Not for me. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I just want, like, a cat item. You could get, like, a monkey t-shirt for the monkeys. Like, things for the monkey. Don't dress your monkey. I mean, I don't know what monkey. Maybe free. Like. <laughs> if he wants it. Um, at some point in 2002, Tina, the main girlfriend, left after getting her centerfold, and Holly became the main girlfriend. Some of the girls did also just... had children. And mm. I'm like, where did they live at this time? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. So the other one left after she got the centerfold. wonder yeah. why she was there. Mm-hmm. But that's when Holly became the main Girlfriend. So when Bridget comes, I'm ready for Bridget. Okay, Bridget, around the end of 2002, right after Woo! Tina left and right after Holly became the new girlfriend, she becomes a mansion regular. She was dating this, like, guy that was, like, maybe a producer or an agent or something, and that didn't work out. And, and she was... 32? In her 30s, I guess. Oh, I think she was 32, which is incredibly old for... Maybe not in 2002, when they started filming. Oh, piss. That was Keep going. Cut. Or late 20s. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> but, um, her and Holly quickly became friends because they're both fucking nerds. And amazing and wonderful. I love them. They're nerds, but they're, I love them. Like the we're other sure being were... quiet about another character from that show. I'll get to her. I love Holly and Bridget. <laughs> I love Holly and Bridget. Number Gretchen Wieners. But... <laughs> The other girls kind of like, you know, I don't know, wanted to be more L.A. lifestyle and things. And the other ones were like, I love Star Wars and Disney. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> they said that they would want to go to like cool happening clubs and restaurants. And Bridget and Holly would be like, Disneyland again, please. And right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, but Bridget did test for Playboy a few times, including the same Millennium Playmate search that Holly went out for. But <sighs> she was never accepted. And she has a younger half-sister named Anastasia who spent summers with her at the mansion. Love her. She appears in several episodes, which several. I love. That would be so fun to just be there, like, as an extra. Uh-huh. And Holly mentions her, or mentions in her book that uh, she once shared bedroom three with April. Holly did. And I think that's Christy Shake. And April had the beds removed so that she could have 
a bigger room to herself. And Bridget did the same thing. She copped the biggest room. It used to be Marston and Cooper's huh. room slash one that like three beds were in. So people would have to share when there were more girlfriends. I think I like Bridget's room the best. I do too. Kendra's is the biggest. And the grossest. Yes. She trashed it immediately. And everybody said that you could smell it down the hall. I believe because that. Because of the dog piss. I believe it. Um, shortly after Bridget started hanging around, Vicky slash Tiffany was booted for the guest list racket. Uh, they were oh, selling gosh. spots on their guest lists for five or for a thousand dollars. Each girlfriend got five guests per event. And Vicky was like, hey, put these names on your list. And she'd get a cut. She'd take half. Right. For a finder's fee, I'd be like, you're not getting fucking half. We probably shouldn't talk about the whole, like... Allegedly. The passport madam. thing, and yeah. Look up Nicole Braun, if you want to learn more about And look up that situation. The prostitution I don't want to bark ring. up that tree. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> and I don't know anybody... Well, the Bentley twins were allegedly involved, but they were flying them out to be prostitutes. High-class escorts. Allegedly. <laughs> so much to the point where they were having to literally check people's passports. Yeah, you couldn't To make sure you didn't fly year. to certain places. Yeah. I think Brunei or something. Turkey. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. It's in Holly's book. All of the, There's so much more in Holly's book that we can't get into because we'll be here all fucking day. Yeah. And towards the end, we're going to tell you where you can listen to that book. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But we um, can't because it has to be at the beginning or the end. <laughs> <laughs> On to Kendra, I guess. After a rough go of it in high school, she was, like, doing drugs. Right out of high school. In high school. She, I think she missed, like, her junior year, like, some of her sophomore year. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Doing drugs. She moved out of her mom's house to live with her drug dealer boyfriend, and she missed, like, a year and a half of school, like I said. And she still managed to graduate somehow. And she worked briefly at a dentist's office, then as a stripper for about a year, which paid for her breast aug. And I have no issue with her being a stripper. However, she states multiple times in her book that she stripped to Limp Biscuit and Tim McGraw specifically. You know, that I have the problem with. I cannot condone. <laughs> Tim McGraw? Strip until the cows come home. And I do not care. No. But, but pick better music. Pick better music. You strip to Tim McGraw? It was early 2000s. Pick that boom, boom, I want you in my room song. It like anything else. <laughs> um, I could flop a pasty to that. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, some photos of her were sent to Playboy somehow. How did that happen? Some photographer or something. She'd done like some like strippery. She got Maryland. (laughs) Well, they were just like scouting. But they got sent to um, Playboy and she was hired as a painted lady for Midsummers in 2004. And around this time, Hef was kind of downsizing, but he was still looking for fresh mate. Of course. Too fresh. She was 18. Um, Literally, she was 18. She was literally 18. And she ended up being invited back to spend every weekend at the mansion for like two months. And she eventually made, she was eventually made girlfriend and immediately Hef started kind of pitting her against the other girls because she was like new and young. And her whole moving into the mansion is where it gets a little fuzzy. Yeah, she says that she was asked immediately and handed a key, but she also says she had to go for two months. And And the being handed a key immediately didn't typically happen, according to Holly, because you had to go through sort of an initiation period, if you will. Initiation. Fucknation. Yes. (laughs) Fucknation. Um, so you had to go up to the bedroom after the club night, basically, to make it as a girlfriend. But I, and there's a weird. And she was only coming there on the weekends. Like I don't know. Yeah, she was like, staying the whole weekend, and she was like, she had a boyfriend at the time too. It was like back at his their apartment with their dogs, Martini and Rascal. Yeah. And eventually, she was like, he asked me to be his girlfriend. I'm moving. Bye. I'm taking the dogs. Who, I'm taking the dogs. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Especially when you're 18. That boyfriend's not serious. 
and living in there with that kitchen would just make you want a hot dog That's real what, bad. She didn't know about the allowance for like a while beforehand. She was like, I get free food and I live in a mansion. This rules. And then like Hef eventually was, yes. <laughs> eventually Hef was like, here's a bunch of money. Come up here here's on Friday. And I can't believe nobody told her. There was I no mean, rule book. There was no rule book. You weren't just handed a rule book. I like that Holly mentioned that there, nobody told her the ropes, but she and also then didn't, didn't tell the ropes. Tell the ropes. Bridget helped her out a lot. She says in her book, but Bridge. I love old Bridgie. I'd love to go on a ghost hunt with her. Me too. I want to tell a ghost story on our podcast. But um, Kendra was giving a given a pictorial in the magazine, uh, like as a feature on the Painted Ladies, almost immediately. Which, really, she was in the magazine. Yeah, which drove Heidi and Heidi, Holly and Bridget insane because they wanted to be in the magazine right. desperately but soon Hef was wearing down her self-esteem just like the others like of course telling her her teeth were crooked and everything and uh, yellow finally <laughs> in 2005 E begins filming. Hef gets okay. Hef got approached, and they wanted to do a show called Hef's World. Yeah, they wanted to do like a documentary, and they were thinking. And like, yeah, it literally, they I think they actually filmed it, and it followed him and his girlfriends, and like it was heavy on the staff and stuff. Maybe that's the pilot. They and just then were like, they hey, whatever it is presented it to E, and E was like, you know what? Or you could go back, interact with the girlfriends, and see what happens. And then they went and they did that, and. Suddenly it went from life as Hugh Hefner in the mansion to Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. Hell yeah. And they were so happy when that happened. They got freedom. Yeah. <laughs> that was in August 2005 when it came out. Yeah. When they, yeah. Um, they weren't, sh- like you said, they weren't sure what it's, they were going to do like the help or like his sons. Like who, who would want to watch that? No one. No one. The girls are so interesting and there's so many of them. And Hef didn't even think that this was like a good idea. Yeah. He was like, but then he was like, daddy doesn't have to do the work until yeah. it was a runaway hit. And then he was like, I want to be on every episode. Yeah. Uh, and he'd get pissed if he didn't have enough I also, screen time. I, I always wonder if he ever listened to the commentary on the DVDs. Oh God, I want, probably he was obsessed with like sometimes they weren't the nicest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very true. But some, he he like saved every scrap about him from every interview and everything. You know, that's what his scrapbook collection was. It was nice though at the time to get the female perspective of the Playboy Mansion because we always got the it gross was, male version. Yeah, yeah. It was such a misogynistic time in general too. Like, yeah, it was it glorified like being dumb and like having an eating disorder basically and like you had to be blonde like there was a very specific right type of lady at the time that was problematic but it was they were so cute and interesting and it was like it was nice that it was just like a fluff show because all reality back then was just people fighting <laughs> yeah there weren't any <laughs> fights really holly bridget and kendra were never asked what they thought about being on the show they were just told repeatedly that it was hef's show and that they were replaceable did they even get paid at first? No. They yeah, I fucking knew. I, I, I knew that. For the first order. For the, for the first season? I think for the first eight episodes of the first God, season. That's still terrible. I know. Because that also... took weeks. You know it did. Oh, Months. yeah. And, like, you're nervous and, like, Yikes. I don't know. Um, they also weren't told that they would be filmed naked. Uh, yeah, we talked about that, or right? Would, I think we talked about it in real life, did we? No, we did. Oh, did we? We talked about it. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't know. They didn't know they were going to show it on the DVD. They didn't know they were going to be naked at all. Well, they thought that they were going to have to blur it, so they didn't really care. Right, 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 right. But then somebody told... Right, 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 right. Yeah, we did talk about this. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so the DVD release is a lot of nudity. Like, a lot of it. And they, poor girls, didn't know. They were also just have considered the fee that they got from doing the pictorial that they did in season one as payment for everything. And it was not even God. the celebrity fee. It was $25,000. And they only got a pictorial because they were on the show. You know they yeah, did. Yeah, and it was just to, like, promote the show. It was right. for publicity for the show. It was not, I'm like, glad they did it. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't even get a celebrity fee because it was like for the show. I wonder if they did later on. They best of. I, be, I hope. She never mentioned it, so maybe they I hope stiff. 
Or maybe she never mentioned it, so maybe they did. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, right. So maybe they did, yeah. Um, the They were kind of given, like, characters to portray as well. Yeah, like any reality show. Yeah, they have to have direction. Repeat that, and, like, repeat story. that again, say that again. They were told what to say <laughs> in the interviews. We know that. Often told what to say. You can tell in some reality shows, like, some people just can't deliver a line, but, like, I felt like they did a pretty good job. Kendra also said that they would film for, like, hours and hours and hours, and, like, if she said something dumb, they'd edit it to make her sound dumb all the time like oh yeah but she was like the sporty wild one that just wants to have fun and bridget was the smart wholesome sweet career wanting to have one like she was always like going to school or cutesy being cute or like doing volunteer work or trying to be a voice actor she was always doing something career work. i see her real like i don't know cupcakey like with frosting. Mm-hmm. She loves sprinkles cupcakes. Yeah, like She's that. always eating yeah. sprinkles cupcakes. That's what I picture her as. Holly was the one who cares about Hef, like first lady vibes. Right. Which is standard, but like they and all... And very like put together yeah. and like... Yeah. Jackie-o-ish. Has a hair piece that you can Jackie tell. Jackie-o, as she says in the show. <laughs> and if you listen to... We're not being mean. If you listen to the commentary, they scream wig every time you see Holly's hair Oh piece. my God. Anytime we see somebody that's wearing a wig like on something or extensions that you can tell, we're just wig! Scream wig. Because she does that and Anyway, they all hated having characters because they all felt like it was one dimensional and they were like. But now you would know that going in. Right. That right. reality TV's like that. They had no idea what it was even going to be like. Right. Exactly. And if they were going to be like shot to be mean. Luckily for them, they wanted it to be like fluff. Well, and when they all signed on, it was the Hef show. It was Hef's right, world. Right, 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 right. Yikes. It sucks that they didn't have a choice. They were just like, I mean, you live here and be on the show or don't live here, I guess. But it ended up being pretty positive. Yeah. Because they would not have been able it changed to their see lives. the world. They wouldn't have done any of that shit. Yeah. It changed their lives. They probably so wouldn't much. even went to Chicago. Like, that's how little Hef traveled. He did not travel. Yeah. They immediately started going on trips. Yeah. They went abroad. They went to Vegas all the time. That is not something that they They went to Vegas did. alone. Yeah. They went to Alaska alone. They were not allowed nights away. And still, they sometimes weren't. Like, he was kind of shitty about that sometimes. Like, hmm. um, But wow. there was also going to be a fourth girl. No. But she... And you can hear about her kind of in the commentary. She stole a Victoria's Secret gift bag that Kendra had for somebody. Oh, yeah. And there's an episode where she's, like, searching all around for it. But if you watch the commentary for that episode, she's like, that fucking bitch threw my bag away and stuff and stole my gift card. And she was trying to sabotage Kendra and stuff. And, like, then she's in the 4th of July episode as, like, a she's getting fitted for a bunny costume. And she's the one that they have to, like, Oh, is that, is that the to, one? Like, squeeze her into I the... I skipped that episode because I don't really <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> care for that. They had to fight to keep the bedroom ritual out of the show. But luckily, once filming was underway, they kind of stopped doing the club sex They had to anyway. fight to keep that out? Yes. God. Camera... Cameraman or producer or somebody was like, "All right, show that!" Like everybody's dying to see that, and it's like, "Why would you put that? Why would that even cross your mind?" But luckily, Hef was like, "Don't have to worry about sex anymore. I'm famous." Yeah, more famous. Yikes! So that's nice that they didn't have. I wonder how much money they made him and how much money they got from making him money. Well, there was lots of ratios are probably awful. Oh yeah. There's lots of instances that we know of where they were going to, like, participate in something and then it get taken away. Like, Holly designed a line of bathing suits and they were like, never mind, we're not doing that. But then later she found a Playboy catalog and they'd used her designs that she'd come up with. I think I've also heard that. And there was going to be a slot machine and she was like, shouldn't we, like, get paid? And they were like, never mind, we're not doing the slot machine. So, like, so many things like that happened, I'm sure. It's so sad, like, knowing what we know now and watching the show. Like, you can see her light up when she gets to make, like... The Playmate necklaces, when she yeah. designs those, when she gets to work at... The studio. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime they get to do individual things, they're ecstatic. Right. Um, they or even travel. They love traveling. They love traveling. Kendra was interested in history for the first time. They love sightseeing. 
being. Um, being at history would make you more excited about history than staring at history. Yeah. I would love You love a Samantha Brown, though. You'll watch um, her all day. That's very true. I mean, if you got history. a charismatic travel host. Yeah. I just want her life. Anyway. Lucy Worsley, anybody. You think she has charisma? I guess I did. I have her luggage, her DVDs. Yeah, I watched it every day when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they got to do... They were so supportive of each other, too, and they kind of banded together in a way that couldn't have happened without the show. They were really able to become friends for the first time, even though later Kendra says, We were never friends! To Holly. And it was all just work. Oh, yeah. But during the show, they all got along. Gosh, I remember we watched that episode of Kendra on top when they wanted him to do... Have Holly visit and do... And do a reunion. But we don't need that. No. I just don't care about the... She met with Bridget. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. She's a gem. Yeah. I don't know. Will they do a reunion? Who knows? But that was a while ago. They didn't do a reunion. No. (laughs) Maybe Holly was like... I don't need that. Yeah. Me either. I just don't want a reunion. I like to know what each of them are doing individually. Yeah. And I follow Holly the most. Then you can follow Bridget and Holly on Instagram. Yeah. And I do. <laughs> and if you want other people as well. And if you, yeah. I'm sure she also has Instagram as well. Instagram. But they did, They got to do like, the first photo shoot they did was all of them together in every picture. Like all three of them in every picture. But then in the next one, they got to do personalized shoots where the other ones were still in the pictures. But they got to right. be like featured. And, the other and once again, they support. would light up because they'd be like, wow, I'm a person. I'm. <laughs> like, and they were still so supportive of each other. I get to be other. me. Yeah. Because they were like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want for your shoot. Like nobody was like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want to. Right, exactly. They just did it because, you know, Kendra was not going to be into any of the stuff that others were doing, but she took it. Yeah. And they got to be cute cheerleaders in her. Right. Exactly. And they all had a great time. And she was like, this is my dream photo shoot. And it's just so wonderful to see them like having fun. Right. Because they just weren't allowed to do that. And a lot of people are like, you know, it's a job and they were ungrateful in their books. But like, I mean, trauma is trauma. Whether you're getting paid for it or not. Right. So. Yikes. Yeah. When you're working as a trophy girlfriend with two other gals and they're also shooting a relentless TV show about you for five seasons, that's a lot. And before we say two other gals, because that's just who he was dating. Imagine 8,000 other gals. Yes. That still was a thing. Yeah. And (laughs) as far as the last season goes with the other girls, I didn't know that there were you told me there were like five girlfriends at the time. Yeah, there were. Season six, whenever it happened, obviously Holly, Bridget, and Kendra were still under contract and everything. That's why they like peppered oh, them in sometimes. Really? I didn't know they were under contract. Yeah, they still were. Wow. And like, and they had no clue what season six was going to be because they all disbanded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh gosh. Do we want to say why they left? We can. Holly got tired of living there. Yeah. And ended especially up after to the Vegas. other two left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved to Vegas to get together with Chris Angel. Gross. Bleep that. Angel. <laughs> um. Bridget went off to Bridget's sexiest beaches. Yeah. Uh, her dream was also my Samantha Brown's dream, but it was not the same level of good. She lived her dream. She lived her dream. I mean, I would do it. Who cares if your show's bad? Yeah, I would do it. You got I to own do it. it. Look at me. I bought yeah. it with money. I wish I Twice. Owned. I know. I can't believe you sold one. <laughs> oh, God. You probably got a paper clip and a nickel <laughs> selling it to fucking okay, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, why didn't I just buy it? Oh, my God. And Kendra left because Gwendra. she was engaged, allegedly. Yeah. She left when she got engaged. Like she'd in been the dating show, him. She was just like, have I met someone? But I read that she literally was like, have I got engaged? I have to leave. <laughs> and they knew producers knew that she was leaving because they were already talking to her about doing a spinoff show right. about her and Hank. And in the commentary, she talks about meeting Hank. Yeah, and she's she, like, this is where I met Hank or like this is right after I met him or whatever. And she talks about like stuff they do all the time. Yes. And Holly was not allowed to talk about the stuff that she had going on at the time. And she had her own show too. She got Holly's World. Yeah. Hers had two seasons. 
Yeah. Kendra's show, though. Good Lord. It had like on for so three long. or four on, the, on just her show called Kendra. And then she had Kendra on top that got That's why I'm like more than that. Confused about like, obviously there are Kendra fans, but I don't mm. know of any. They're out there. I mean, I, they're definitely out there. And when they were meeting them at the, you know. As far as friends go, though, I only know of you. So I don't know of many I mean, people. There's not very many people <laughs> I can pull on this, but the overwhelming favorites are Bridget and Holly among Who knows by individuals that I know. But I mean, there's definitely people that maybe she, would she appeal to. maybe they other ones were approached maybe she was just the one that was more willing i have no idea i don't know i don't know that i think i'd be done she with had it. Like i don't a think i'd want to allegedly allegedly but i don't think i'd want to um have another reality show no i'd just be like let it die because you know let they'd still die. pepper in playboy and shit and i'd be like can i just move on like what would you do like when you're in playboy you're like jet setting and like right. you know the way they portrayed it because they certainly were not jet setting before the show started but i can't believe you forgot show, to talk about the telling oh my God. That well, we can talk about some of the individual episodes. What are your favorite episodes? Oh, but we got to finish out season six first. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The season, it was supposed to be originally about obviously them, but they broke up. <laughs> so then it was going to be about Crystal, who was always the number one girlfriend after Holly. And then these two other girls named Shannon Anna twins. Sophia and yeah. Melissa. They were girlfriends two and three. So and then the Shannon twins were girlfriends four and five. And Holly found them on MySpace. Yeah. And then they ended up switching it up and making it about Crystal and they bumped the other two to the last girlfriends and bumped them up. I literally don't remember the other girls at all. I didn't watch season six. I tried. I've seen it maybe twice and I own it, but I haven't watched the DVD since I purchased it for $1.99. That's why I feel like I've watched it through because when I tried to watch it, I was like, I've seen this, but yeah, it was I not think I've watched it through twice. Yeah, I have not the watched The Shannon it. twins are not my favorite. Crystal's sweet. She's so. I like Crystal a lot. I, and I. I don't like that season. I don't like that season at all. But I like, like her more now than I did when she was on the show. Well, I. I think that they were just telling her what to say. They were like, we want you to like have reality show drama, say this. And she was like, blah, blah, blah. But also, if you look back at all of them and the time period, girls were mean to each other. There was so much internalized misogyny. Listen to our Rock of Love podcast. Yeah. The things that they thought and would say to each other then would not be the things that they would think and say to each other. Right. Exactly as fully developed human beings that are like, it oh, was unfortunately we a thing of the times. hate women. Everyone hated women and still do. But let's not talk about that. So yeah, I didn't, but I didn't know that she did a um, podcast. Crystal did a podcast with Shmisha Shmaitis. Cutting this part. No! <laughs> We're not talking about her. <laughs> and so, it's so, really good. And she seems really sweet and shy. That's all I want to say about it. It's another <laughs> good resource if you want more Crystal. She also did a YouTube channel. I tried to watch it and it was, uh, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I think I watched her house tour. I tried to watch a It Q&A. took her a really long time to make. Oh, that's an interesting tidbit that I remember from the Hef Potter house. fucking weeks of research. Yeah, they, towards the end of his life, he was like, we don't know what's going to happen with the mansion. That's kind of up in the air. Like, I'm supposed to be able to live because they sold it while he was still alive but the caveat was that he could live there until until he died so he was like Justin Casey's pick out a house and she got to pick out a house I think it was in Florida but he died in the mansion though right did he I don't know I don't know I, I assumed he, he wouldn't die anywhere maybe else. they just had the house there's no way he didn't live in the mansion just in there's cases. no way maybe he did I don't know um, I don't know the part we should look that up but he ended up dying of E. coli of all the things I know God took him out you gotta watch out when you're old yeah for everything everything's out to get you that salad you're eating E. coli yeah. 
But she ended up selling the house like right after he died because people found out the address and she said that people would send her like flowers and all kinds of stuff and no. then people would start showing up and uh, she was like, I'm moving, I'm moving. And now nobody knows where she lives, as you should not. Yeah. But what are some of your favorite episodes? We picked a top six, but we did not reveal them to each other. And I don't have a top six from like every season, nor no, do no, no, I know no, which no. season these episodes are from. And we love <laughs> a lot of episodes, obviously. We love like every season, except season six. Um, I These are in no particular order. I'm same, gonna, same. Yeah, I wrote them in order of like... But the, the House Bunny episode. Yes. Obviously, we love House Bunny because we've done a podcast on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to watch that episode again. I haven't watched it in a long time. And gosh, you need to just rewatch the whole thing, it sounds like. I am! I've recently watched it twice. God. Well, I was watching a lot of other content. I was watching like documentaries. We watched something. Anastasia's birthday today. That's also another one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the House Bunny one, definitely. You could see behind the scenes. I love behind the scenes. It's horror. I love Anna Ferris. Love Anna Ferris. Um, Anastasia's birthday. That's one. Yes. Don't know how she lived. Don't know how she lived. Are either of these on your favorite list? Are either of these on your favorite list? Happy birthday, Anastasia, is on my favorite okay, list. Okay, okay. That's why um, I watched it. The two-part 55th anniversary special. Loved those episodes. About Anastasia and her birthday really quick. She was two years younger than Kendra. I did not know that at the time. I thought she was way younger. But like, She's I guess lucky you that Hefton kissed her in the mouth. She's lucky she shut up after he was done having sex with everybody all the time. Yep. But I love the 55th Playmate special. I don't know why. I don't know. I'll watch that one. I just really liked it. Um, So I've got three. Um, Okay. The one (laughs) where Kendra's mom gets her plastic surgery is one of my favorites. I hate that one. But it's also the one where Holly redecorates the gym and you see Hef's true colors in full bloom. He like throws a tantrum and that's, he gets so mad like the whole episode. Do you, oh you need to rewatch God. that one? Do you avoid it because Kendra's mom's in it? Uh, yes, I don't really like Kendra's storyline ones much. Like, right. I don't like Kendra's storylines. The golf one, I don't really like Right, that. yeah. But that's one of my favorites because I'm a sucker for surgery. It doesn't matter. I know you surgery are. Surgery always gets me. Um, <laughs> Ren Fair. Surely we joust. Yeah. Yeah, that's on my list, definitely. I love that they have, like, I love anytime they have a um, weird guest come in, like the etiquette lady and stuff. They had the medieval slang lady that came to teach them slang. Right. <laughs> like, like, clearly a producer just called her and was like, we're making an episode. Come on down. They had a lot of those moments. Yes. Um, I don't know if I should say that the 55th episode is two or one so i had another one okay i feel like it's one i feel like it's it's one it's two part because it's one um barbie's house tour love the aspen episode kicking aspen is also they had weird fucking food like everything about it was weird and i love barbie so much you just have to watch barbie's house tour and it's weird because her house is beautiful and awesome and cool her decorating of the mansion was puke it was a long time ago she's developed she developed a lot I love her house tour. I love her house. I love her. Give us your episodes. She's so cute. Was that all of yours? Yeah, that was it. That's my six. I didn't write down like the episode names because I didn't. <laughs> I wrote down the episode names and the seasons. Uh, season one, episode eight, Midsummer Night's a Dream. I just love the Midsummer Night's Party. Yeah. I like that they have fun getting dressed up. I also think that's a Anastasia makeover episode, and I love a makeover. Love a makeover. I don't know why she didn't keep the makeover, but also do whatever you want. If I was her the whole time I'd be there, I'd be like, so I'm included on the Jose Iber salon tab as well yeah yeah 
I just piggyback off them and be like, put that you got a double die or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, I mean, probably looks, somebody looks, he hired a lot of people. Who but knows? I really love a transformation. Love it. And I love the Midsummer Night's Dream Party. My other favorite, these are not in favorite order, they're in like order that they happened. Uh, season two, episode eight, London, I see London, I see France. I love that one. It's when they travel abroad. It made me want to try clotted cream so bad. And then we did. And it was not as nice. And it wasn't good. That it would be. It's like unsalted butter. It just tastes like unsalted butter, which is not nice either. Season two, episode 12, Girls Will Be Ghouls. Season two was my favorite season for a long time. Now I don't know what my favorite season is, but Elvira's in that episode. It's a Halloween episode. They carve pumpkins. They go on a death tour of like Oh, they do go on a death tour in a... In a hearse. Hearse, yes. And in that episode. I think I like season five. I like season five and two. Two was the first one that I bought and I bought two copies. You did. (laughs) We didn't know how to use Amazon at the time. But yeah, I really like when they, I like every episode where they go abroad. It's just fun. Because they're happy. Yes. (laughs) And I love travel shows. Genuinely happy. And the way that you love surgery shows. Yeah, right. I love travel Yeah. I was talking about girls will be ghouls. Girls will be ghouls. I tried not to do a holiday episode because I watch any of the holiday episodes on the holidays. They're still good. But I love the Halloween one. I had to include the Halloween one. Elvira, so cute. Pumpkins, everything. And then Shirley You Joust, which you said, season three, episode 13. Love a Ren Fair. Love medieval times. Love ye old times. Big fan. Not of like things that happen politically, but. <laughs> fan of ye old times and it's just fun they all wear costumes i also like when they wear costumes and even kendra was themed and she fights the theme a lot yeah i would just go with the theme flow who cares what else are you doing but she also said at midsummer night's dream that she planned her outfit like a week out only i would plan it months the the after the one that happened that year i would be planning for next year right because <laughs> you know what's happening yet. kicking aspen season five episode nine love barbie love the house love i use that as a christmas one too because there's that the one they made a panties tree i think they made a panties tree panties tree christmas when in rome um, makes season panties five tree. episode 10 anastasia's birthday they go on like a bus tour. To a gum wall. I've been to a gum wall. You gum walls gum used to probably be fun. COVID <laughs> walls. But you gum know what? Walls. I'd probably go to a gum wall. I don't know if I would add my gum to the wall because you know you're going to graze someone else's gum. Right. But I added my gum to the wall before. Yeah. Years ago. Before time. There's so many things pre-COVID but that I would not do. I, may, I might hork it towards the wall now and hope it sticks. Yeah. Instead yeah. of squishing it. Yeah, but yeah. a gum wall, if you've never been. COVID, consider it. It's considered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, malls are fun. But they go on, it's like a luxury bus thing. And like they go and they stay in like themed hotels that are so At the Madonna cute. Inn, Holly still goes She's to the stay, buy a cake, chill out. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Pro so tip, if you're eating a whole cake by yourself, you can take the cake, mm-hmm. take a mug or like a cup, <laughs> stick it upside down, cake in a cup. Wow. You cut the cake with the cup? Yeah. Is what that a, what she does? What a marijuana statement. It. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you cut to that. It would be so contained. <laughs> you could use a fork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. What, I don't. I just don't know how she lived. And there was like... Her parents Anastasia, were also she was present. so drunk. You don't see the parents, I think, at all. No, you don't. But in the commentary, they, like literally, I this is why I recommend the DVDs. The commentary is worth it. Adds it. so much. Like we, like you said, the, the DVDs beginning. are expensive as fuck now, though. I know. I can't believe it. They cost dollars before. Luckily, we double have it, and I triple have it because I also have it on digital. I need to get it on. I have some episodes, like the important ones, on digital. But they're all out of print them. now. Uh, even the original 
DVDs are. You I wish can they'd get some of them for cheap. They yeah. could even reprint them and just blur everything. They could everything. do a box set again. They could blur everything. Because on Amazon, I would say 90% of the episodes are blurred. Some of them still aren't. <laughs> and I watch them on streaming a lot, like on YouTube and stuff, just because I'm just like, it's on. I don't yeah. want to put a DVD in. But I've been watching the DVDs for this, and I'm like shocked at how much nudity there right. was. I, you don't really think about it when Which you watch it. Which is fine, but it was nudity that they weren't aware of was going to be shown. <laughs> yeah, at least in subsequent episodes they learned, but still right, right, suckish. Right, right. But yeah, still suckish. But then they decided they'd done enough after five seasons and moved on. It's just wild that, like, they're still doing it. Bridget's animals that she got on it are dead. I assume Holly's her dad. I wonder if Martini and Rascal are dead. <laughs> Probably, and if not, they're probably kids are probably put them in a candle. That's me. The dog hotel, but I just really love the show. It's definitely one of our comfort. It's one of shows. our comfort shows. That we've watched a thousand times. And you can always put it on. Nick hates it, but he'll deal with it. But we've watched it so many times. She's like, again, with this. <laughs> but I love it. We have the bobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> They're books. We have like the bobbleheads. Big fans. Some bobbleheads are nicer than others. <laughs> <laughs> Mine came broken. <laughs> They're only kind of some broken, somewhat broken. And they don't really resemble the gals. No, I have questions about, like, Bridget's is perfect. Kendra's is, is fine. We really want to ask Holly why. Why did she choose cheerleader? I wish, that's a thing for her Q&A. Next time she's doing a Q&A, we need to spam that comment. What could she have done? She could have done her blue cardigan that she wears a lot. Disney princess. Disney princess. She could have had Mickey, maybe for licensing, they can't afford she that. couldn't have Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> But she could have been anything but a she could cheerleader. She could have been glow white, almost snow white. <laughs> there are so many things that I just don't know. She could have been like Marilyn Monroe-esque, but then maybe you'd think it was Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. Yeah, anything that looks too similar to Marilyn just looks like Marilyn. But like a cheerleader? I wonder what other get ideas it. she pitched. And I looked up her high school to see if that were those colors were her. Was it? No. What were they? I don't know. You told me. <laughs> oh, yellow and black for her school. Like a Hufflepuff. And hers are ketchup and oh. mustard. Jelly. Wow. So much history. And it's it's cool that it's having a renaissance. Like, never would have thunk it. Hope Bridget uses this time to capitalize on yes, writing a fucking book. bring us book. a book. Please, book. Holly, give us another book. Better, better than book. Vegas Diaries. Yeah, I don't care about Vegas. <laughs> the first book, absolutely wonderful. I really I like have her. a signed copy. I have it on digital. I bitch. Or yeah, wait, no, I don't have it on, on digital. Book. I have it on... S- Audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> we do have it on Audible. And I also have it on, and I do have it on audio CD as well. Speaking of Holly's book, uh, you could visit audibletrial.com slash audibletrial.com? Is that I it? To, I had to edit it last time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back in and edit it. <laughs> okay, see? <laughs> <laughs> audibletrial.com slash hurt a little for a free audiobook when you start your subscription and I cannot recommend Audible and you get enough. a free 30 day trial yeah and you get to keep the book that you get um, any books that you buy during your subscription you get to keep even after you don't have it anymore but I highly recommend it you get also access to podcasts Amazon originals they have tons of I've been in a Jane Austen wormhole we're not on Audible how do you get on Audible what Audible has podcasts <gasps> we should be on Audible I legitimately did not know this. I don't know. I wonder how. I don't know. I wish we were part of a network. Um, Barstool Sports. We love a sport. Which is your favorite sport? Couponing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said that in a real job interview. A real job interview at a sports store. (laughs) (laughs) And he wore a Southern Funeral Ensemble, which is a full tux. 
Southern Ohio okay. funeral. Okay, to a Southern Ohio funeral, you're supposed to wear your finest, unpressed Dale Earnhardt. And With I, your black flip-flops. <laughs> and I wear Grandpa's burial best. <laughs> and uh, I wear a fucking suit and tie even if it's 98 <laughs> degrees. We need to do a story. Even like if that. I've notes to you one time in my life. <laughs> You have died, and I'm there, and I care, and I don't know why. We need to do a story podcast just about fucking happenings from our life. We have to bleep too much. This funeral that he's speaking of was tragic. I was there the night that the woman died because there was a flash flood. She was swept away and killed. And then we went to her funeral, and I wore my finest unpressed Dale Earnhardt t-shirt and my black flip-flops as everyone else in attendance. As everyone else did. It like, was the cry and shame of summer. You were wearing a full tux with jacket. Yeah. And as we went through the mile-long procession lines, her son greeted me and said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm good. How are you? As we stood over his mother's corpse. And I will never forget that day. He answered, not good. <laughs> And I wished I was dead, and we quickly left. <laughs> anyway. When life gives you lemon. <laughs> Visit AudibleDrive.com. Oh, that was in our sponsorship ad. <laughs> Visit AudibleTrial.com slash hurt a little for podcasts. We're not on there. <laughs> We're not on there. Listen to us anywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud. I wish. Apple, iTunes. The things. Bunny Tales book was on there. On Audible. I, I truly wish it was. Yeah, I wish more of the books. It's Bill St. James's book. I started reading it just to get some facts and figures for the idea machine. Mm-hmm. And I read the whole book again. Wow. It just gets you. It sort of sucks you. I skipped their early lives because I don't care pre-mansion. But I read Mansion Life on. Really interesting. Probably because we know enough of their early lives already. Yeah, once you know that one. Once you like know, like, the base yeah yeah i just like we've literally listened to the holly audiobook like a lot so many times i wish there was we a counter. quote it in regular life yeah we do hef's laugh that she does which sounds like jane lane from daria her hef voice <laughs> is jane lane. but where's hef in heaven he's in the library that's from the book she just so many voices and i love it uh, she doesn't English she accent. reads every chapter in the English of accents. Uh, I wish she'd read the whole Alice in Wonderland audiobook in English accent. <laughs> but there should be more. Jennifer Sandinor's book is not on. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But anyway. But we've got to say our audible ad at the end, and we've already said it. So with that, we bid you adieu. adieu. Bye. Bye.